0: G'day, and welcome to another episode of Birth Property Insider. I'm your host, Jared Marn, and today I'm bringing you an episode on how to start your path to wealth and also cycle up and really expand on your journey. So, I think I often take for granted just how I started on my path, and I have had good success. But don't get me wrong, I'm still on my journey. I've got a lot more to learn. But I've now been able to learn, I guess, some of the scientific reasons and the modeling behind what makes others and myself successful. So I wanted to share some of that with you today and help you on your journey, whether you're just starting out, whether you want to take things to the next level. So let's go inside. Welcome to Perth Property Insider, where you will learn how to grow your wealth and improve your life using Perth Property. Our show is brought to you by Investors Edge Real Estate, the highly rated and award-winning property management specialist servicing the whole of Perth. Now, here is your host, Jared Marne. When I was 16 years old, I was given the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, to read. I think it was from one of my best friend's mums. It absolutely blew my mind, and you may have heard me talk about it before. It gave me the tiniest sense of belief that my background, my school grades, or my job were not important, and that it was actually possible for anyone, including me, to create wealth. Up until that time, I was in a bit of a rut. I was looking for a way out and the book came into my life so i also do remember at the time thinking just how far away i was from becoming a millionaire and it seemed to be so far off that i doubted myself i also had many other limiting beliefs that helped me back my parents were middle class they'd never invested in anything they were not good savers so that had all rubbed off on me and we didn't know any wealthy people, so I had no one else to model around us. And I was borderline failing at school; I was certainly not the um, not trying very hard, and was getting um, B grades as best to D grades up until that point. But that reading that book gave me the initial belief, however small, that it was possible, and a few ideas from that book also gave me a place to start on how to create wealth. And that was enough for me to get started. It had awakened a burning desire in me to learn more and find a way no matter what. I didn't know the way at that time, but I was going to find it. And I'd also remember setting a goal at the time to become a millionaire by the age of 25. So I had definite thoughts and a goal to achieve. and. Granted, it ended up taking me a lot longer than that. And those that say that the first million is the hardest and that the rest are much easier are certainly right because I think it it took me many years for the first, subsequently much lesser for the second, third, and I'm still going. So I now know from those that have built wealth before me, such as Michael Yardney, who's got a really great book on the, the topic of getting rich, There's a scientific model that now explains how this works. And I've come across this model when I've um, been getting counselling and life coaching before as well. So the model is that the beliefs that we have, and these are often subconscious and unknown to us, lead to our thoughts, all the things that we think about, that lead to our feelings, that then leads to our actions that we take on things, that leads to our results. So I'll say that again. Beliefs lead to thoughts, lead to feelings, lead to actions, lead to results. And they all feed back around on each other. When you see positive results at the at the end, then it reinforces and strengthens your beliefs and it makes you think on more ways to progress. And you set bigger goals and feel more motivated to take more action, which gives you more results. So it kind of spirals up spirals you up on the inside and then your results show up on the outside and no matter how far off track you are because i was starting at level zero when i was 16 but i get that other people might be in some debts and have taken you know the rough beaten road off off track the journey at least for me started with that tiniest sense of belief of what was possible and it was the complete opposite. Of what i'd been told to date and the experiences that i'd had so i just held on to that tiny belief and if i may be the first person to tell you if you haven't read the book or haven't gotten your beliefs uh, in what's possible for you i know it's possible for you too and so you have to find a way to believe that or you'll never get started and those beliefs will also act as a filter and distort your entire perception of reality. So there could be amazing opportunities, amazing deals around you. And if you believe that you're not going to be wealthy or all the programming, subconscious programming that has been put into you from your environment, your family, your upbringing, people around you, your friends, if all of that adds up to staying uh, middle or lower class, not that there's anything wrong with that, if, that, if you're okay with it. But if you want to make something more of your life you know, financially and have lots of choices and a wonderful lifestyle, then you've got to start with even the smallest belief that it's possible. And that's the starting point. And then there was, when we look back at the the, the model of going from beliefs to thoughts, to feelings, to actions, to results, there was a key action that actually helped me And as I've come across many other successful people, not just in investing, but in business and a whole range of almost every other discipline, the majority of these successful people that I've met have been continuous learners. They've been voracious and continuous learners. So that's the one key action that you can take that keeps feeding back around on this model and spiraling you upwards. So I don't know if people place enough importance on it. And if you're listening to this podcast, and maybe you do, this could be your first time of listening to a to a podcast, and hopefully it won't be your last. So going back to the age of 16, I couldn't afford books at the time. I did have a part-time job, but um, $30 for a book was a hell of a lot, especially in those days. So I searched the various libraries and I found that the Perth City Library had books on wealth creation. And that was the, one of the, a lot further away from me than I think the Dun Craig Library, which was the closest to me at the time. I lived in Greenwood. So I'd jump on the train and I'd go into the Perth City, parents wondering <laughs> what I'm getting up to, um, open the library card and I would take the train in and find, borrow a few books at a time. And ended up often getting them back late because uh, I'd take a while reading them. But I'd read as many property investment books as I could get my hands on. And later, this progressed to learning through other other ways. I was even able. I, I knew the value from books after that starting point, and I'd go every month and buy a book at the bookstore. And later this progressed to going to seminars and courses and I I had a life coach that really helped me reprogram some of these subconscious beliefs, start working on my thoughts even more, the, the feelings that I was having around them, the actions I was taking. And it expanded to many other topics other than just property investment. So I can really credit that continuous learning to so much. I went into topics such as self-improvement, business, and leadership, and it's really shaped me into the person that I am today. So these days, I'm listening to books and podcasts every day, and I'm part of a mastermind group that gives me great learning and cycles me up as well. And I have coaches and mentors to keep growing and improving myself. And for me, it's not a chore. I'm going to spend the rest of my life... Enjoying this unlimited amount of knowledge that's available. And I just love taking the thoughts that these books give me and the motivation that they give me and directly applying it into action and seeing the results. That's what I get a buzz out of. So it's no point just being a little bookworm and having analysis, paralysis, and procrastination. You definitely need to look at how you can take that knowledge, use the motivation, and take action on things so i know that it's not the size of the action that initially matters and that's another thing i used to actually think at the time i had to go out and try to take massive action and of course if you take too too much action too soon you can fall flat on your face could be a great learning for you though (laughs) so it's not the size of the action initially that matters but taking an action however small in the right direction And there's no better action, I think, than continuous self-improvement because if it's well-directed, it's going to feed back around as the model shows to create greater beliefs, thoughts, feelings, and actions. So pretty soon, it might be an effort to begin with, but you'll have the habit of continuous learning ingrained in, and that will be the key to building you up on the inside first as a wealthy person, and then the wealth will be showing up on the outside as a result. And I'm also hoping that some of the other episodes I've recorded and are still to make are a great place to start with this learning. And they'll also help you strengthen your beliefs, inspire that thought, feel motivated and take some of the right actions to result in your greatest success. So I know that kind of felt like we went around and around the model. That's the point, isn't it? And it's got to start with a small belief that anything's possible for you and I definitely believe it is if you're listening to this and then work through your thoughts get your motivation and your feelings going start with that continuous improvement as an action and the results will be showing up before you know it thanks for joining me I'll catch you on the next one